Ladies and welcome to Book 101 Review. Book 101 is all about the books that I read for the last 40 years, and today I have my special guest. No other than Miss Amy Young. Welcome to Book 101. Can you please introduce yourself? Sure.、Uh, my name is Amy Young, and I am a writer. I live in Cleveland, Ohio,、uh, where I recently moved from Los Angeles. I was in Los Angeles for 10 years, and、um, I have kind of an eclectic background. I was an actress, I'm a stand up comedian. Uh, I, and I'm a writer. So, my debut novel, The Water Tower, is coming out in June of this year. And I am very, very excited to have people read it. That'd be awesome. So, what is the difference of being an actress and being a writer? That's an interesting question. You know, being an actress, you are bringing someone else's words to life. And You're putting yourself in someone else's character. Whereas when you're a writer, you develop those characters yourself. So if you're acting and writing the same project, then you get to do that. But I don't think、um, many people get to do that on a regular basis. But stand up comedy actually kind of allows you to blend the two things because you get to write your own material and then. Perform it as well.、Uh, so, developing the characters, and when you're writing, you get to develop a lot of characters. You know, you have to come up with backgrounds and stories for all of them.、Uh, whereas when you're acting, it's a very intense focus on just one character. Who influenced you to do your writing? You know, I was always a big reader. And I think my parents、uh, instilled that in me when I was very young. They used to read me books,、uh, The Hobbit and、uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales, you know, the, the original fairy tales that don't all have the happy ending. <laughs>、uh, there was a book called Make Way for Ducklings that I remember very vividly. And when I got a little bit older, I started reading. Voraciously. So there are photographs of me as a, as a kid sitting in front of the television with a book in my lap, reading the book instead of watching TV. So I think that that translates well into being a writer because you learn to use your imagination to see all of these things that are in the books that you're reading. And I think that that helps to. Um, Crossover into writing. And I still read a, a lot. And I think most writers would tell you the same. I, every writer I know reads a ton. Definitely. Who are your favorite authors? Oh, my favorite authors. Well, for classics, I love Henry James. I love The Turn of the Screw.、Um, and I, I've really liked all of the adaptations of that that have. Come to the screen.、Uh, 
Uh, I love F. Scott Fitzgerald. I, I wrote my senior thesis on The Great Gatsby, so I, I know that book backwards and forwards. Lately, Ruth Ware is an amazing thriller writer. Uh, I can't get enough of her books. The Turn of the Key is another actually kind of adaptation of um, The Turn of the Screw. And um, Lisa Jewell, Lisa Unger, uh, I'm reading a book right now by Andrea Bartz called We Were Never Here. Anything that's thriller or mystery based, like I'm game. I love I love those kind of books. Sounds interesting. So for the classic. Henry James and F. Scott Fitzgerald are definitely my favorites. I was an English major in college and I got to read a lot of books that, um, you know, I might not have been exposed to if I had chosen another major. So those are my two classic favorites. If you describe them, what are they in, in terms of writing? Yeah, well, you know, F. Scott Fitzgerald and Henry James, I think both had a very rich way of describing things. They they wrote in a manner that I can't even imagine being able to do, where they can create these um, settings that are just, you feel like you're in them. And uh, I think that a lot of the great classical writers were able to do that, which is why their works have stood the test of time. Definitely. They, they become timeless. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A timeless novel that you can recommend. Uh, like I said, I love Fitzgerald's works. I love The Great Gatsby. Tender is the Night is another one of his that I, I absolutely adore. And for spooky writing, um, like I said, I love The Turn of the Screw by Henry James. I also love a work called The Yellow Wallpaper, which I cannot think of the name of the writer off the top of my head, but it's, a, it's about a woman who is kind of being driven into madness uh, <laughs> as she is in this room with this yellow wallpaper. It's a very, very interesting um, kind of exploration into what uh, people thought hysteria was back in, I want to say the 1800s, but I'm not sure that that's completely accurate. But yes, those are all great works. Let's go to your debut novel, The Water Tower. How you crafted it? Uh, so I, I started writing The Water Tower back in, I think it was 2014. And I got probably, you know, 60% of the way through and I put it aside and um, worked on some other things. And, and I did some acting while I was in Los Angeles. And then when the pandemic hit, <laughs> I found myself, as a lot of people did, with a lot of time on my hands. So during 2020 and some of 2021, I spent, you know, hours every day. I finished the book and then I revised it and I did a bunch of research on um, how to put together scenes in an order that made sense and how to turn scenes so that they're appropriately uh, leaving the readers wanting more. And um, I believe it was in like mid 2021 when I, I 
I sent it to an agent who loved it and decided that she wanted to take it on as a project. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, most of the book or 70% of the book you wrote in Los Angeles. I wrote the entire book in Los Angeles. I just moved back to Cleveland, which is where I grew up and which is where the book takes place uh, in November of 2022. Okay, sounds interesting. The Water Tower, what's behind the title? So uh, the book starts off with a uh, narrative of a girl who is standing on a water tower and she's looking around and then she ultimately uh, plunges from the water tower. And it's unclear whether she jumped, she was pushed, she fell. Uh, and this water tower features prominently throughout the book, the, the uh, sleuth, the, the amateur sleuth in it is named Josie. And she can see this water tower from her uh, back windows in her, in her home and it's um, right behind the high school so it's it's central to the plot of the book and it really revolves around the story revolves around figuring out what happened to this girl and why you know if she uh, died by suicide why she would do it if she was murdered why that happened who did it uh, etc <laughs> Yes, no spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say about the main character of the novel? Yeah, so the main character, as I said, is a, an amateur sleuth named Josie. And her backstory is that she was an actress in Los Angeles, um, <laughs> kind of like myself, but much, much more successful. <laughs> and um, she had this pretty amazing career and then she had a, a nervous breakdown a very public nervous breakdown so she returns to this small uh town in ohio where she grew up to be near her family and recover from um you know what was very public in the tabloids and she had a breakup with uh you know her co-star in the series that she's on and she starts teaching at the local high school she uh had run into the principal who asked her to come teach a class and she saw thought you know why not i'm i'm just here kind of biding my time and the girl who uh dies plunging from this water tower is one of her students and uh she and josie were close so josie um, kind of takes it upon herself to try to figure out what happened to this girl. The police ultimately end up kind of um, dismissing the case as, you know, a, a suicide, but Josie doesn't believe that that's what happened. So she uh, has to go through, you know, a bunch of steps to try to figure out what really went on with this student of hers. Oh, wow. There's already twists and turn, people. So, <laughs> <laughs> the Water Tower, if you have a second option of the title of the novel, which is it? Or oh my what gosh. is it? You know, books are, like, for me, it was so hard 
um, to name the book because I was just like, I don't know um, what I should call this. And I, I picked the water tower because it's such a central kind of character to the book, even though it's inanimate object. So um, there was never really any uh, doubt in my mind that that was going to be the title of the book. Now, the book is one of uh, a three-part series that is being published by Level Best Books, so I'm going to have to come up with other titles for the next books. But yeah, the, I, I don't I don't think there was any other title that that it could have that could have worked. Yes, definitely. This is the best title. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, if you categorize the Water Tower, uh, which one? Well, I originally started writing it as a thriller, but all of the murder and the sexual tension takes place kind of off stage so it pushed it into a a cozy mystery territory but it's darker than your typical cozy is and I think that the um the the background of it and just the way that things happen make it a little darker than a lot of the cozies that I've read so it's 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 a mystery I guess it's a classic mystery yes so if you describe or uh, give adjectives of the water tower, what is it or what are they? It's a gripping mystery by an amateur sleuth that involves, you know, death in a small town. It has some uh, secret society stuff weaved into it. Uh, It also touches on the fentanyl epidemic that is raging through our country right now. Um, It has a lot of themes that I think people will relate to. And there's there's strong female friendships in it. Josie um, has a group of girlfriends that she leans on. And um, I think that it's a it's a very relatable situation for a lot of women who are in their you know twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and you know probably throughout their entire lives. Definitely. So the water tower, the main theme is to empower women. It's not about revenge exactly. It's more. It's about the kind of about the twists and turns that we all face in our lives, and there are a lot of different themes that come into it. There's drug addiction, there's mental illness, there's uh, death and coping with death. I think that there are a lot of, as I said, it's a lot darker than um, some of the cozies that I've read. And I think that that is because of those, those themes. Okay, so both a man and woman uh, can relate today's novel oh i think so yeah i i absolutely think so before we go on this emmy i want to shout out to the people listening in denmark 
Okay, Capital Region, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I have 56% audience share. North Denmark, I got 20%. South Denmark, 17%. Zealand at 6%. And Central Jutland at 1%. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast because this podcast is created to empower writers all over the world. Like Miss Amy Young, what is the best highlight of the Water Tower? The best highlights of the Water Tower is probably the female friendships. I I loved writing those. I relate to it very strongly. I have a lot of um, strong and wonderful women in my life, so uh, I think that that's the best part. Aside from you know, the thrilling mystery that goes on in the story. Yes. So this novel of yours is uh, 70% your experiences. No, no. It's it's just loosely, you know, I, I lived in Los Angeles. I worked as an actress, but I did not have the kind of success that Josie experienced. So it, it was just kind of like a loose creation. Um and the the town that she returns to is um, kind of based on my hometown, but there are mixtures of different places uh, thrown in there. So it's it's not it's not based on my experience. What are your expectations for this novel? Oh goodness! I mean, I, I I would love if everyone would read it. That would be, you know, that's what every writer hopes uh, for their novel. But I just I hope that it it reaches some people. I hope that it entertains people. I hope that it makes people think. And um, yeah, I hope that it 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 gets out there and it uh, reaches far and wide. Yes, worldwide. Yes. Please, please uh, let's support Miss Amy Young because her debut novel, people. So look, if you support people like her, they will give their best. Is there a sequel, a prequel of the book? There will be two sequels. So it's, it's a three-part um, series that will be coming out. The second book, I, I, I'm not sure that the production schedule kind of got... Um, pushed back a little bit, but there will be a second book coming out and a third book coming out. So this is the first of the trilogy. Wow. Interesting, Ms. Amy. So why did you choose traditional publishing? I chose traditional publishing because they handle a lot of the details and the back end work that I didn't know how to do and that I didn't want to do. <laughs> I have friends that have published, um, that have self-published on Amazon and that have found great success that way. I just, um, I was inexperienced as this is my debut novel and I wanted the support of a, pub a publishing house, and that's why I decided to go traditional. Definitely. Did you find the right decision? I think yeah. so. I, I, I believe that I, I made the right choice. Um, they've, they've been amazing. 
as I said, it's Level Best Books as the publisher. So I, I think it was absolutely the right choice for me. What do you think are the pros and cons of traditional publishing? Well, like I said, I think that traditional publishing gives you a lot of support and especially the publishing house that uh, bought the book. They have author meetings every few months where we all get together on Zoom and just kind of talk um, about what's going on in the publishing world and our books and our experiences. And um, it's kind of a very close-knit group. Uh, I think that the cons are, you know, you, you pay for that. That's something that you give up um, some of your royalties, obviously, to the publishing house and your agent if you've, if you've chosen to um, publish traditionally as opposed to publish yourself. When you publish yourself, you get to keep um, all of it. But uh, I think for me, um, paying the royalties to the publishing house and the agent were are well worth it. Definitely. Yeah, and I was listening to some of your some of your episodes, and I know that um, you know you you interview both self-published and traditionally published writers, and um, all of the all of the reasons that the self-published writers gave for self-publishing were were perfectly valid. I understood it. Um, it just depends on what's right for you. Yes. If it's good for you, go for it. Aim for yes. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are the elements you put in the water tower to make readers glued to it? Well, as I said, there's, um, you know, the mystery that kicks everything off. It's kind of dark and atmospheric because it takes place in Ohio and, you know, we only get like 10 days of sunshine here a year. <laughs> um, it, you know, there's a secret society. The narrator is a little bit unreliable and um, I won't elaborate on that anymore because uh, it's, it's a central part of the story. Um, it, it like, it touches on the fentanyl epidemic, uh, which is, um, Yes, I hope uh, the water tower will be like the crow that sing. If you uh, read that novel or uh, watched it. Yes. Uh, so do you think it's the same phenomenon? Uh, I think the where the crawdads sing um, skews a little bit more thriller, where the water tower is more uh, classic mystery. Um, but I'm hoping that it is just as entertaining for readers. <laughs> that would be awesome. So if you compared The Water Tower to um, a classic novel? I think that um, it would compare well to an Agatha Christie novel. Uh, I think that there's a lot of intrigue and... Um, elements of suspense in it, but not a lot of gore. <laughs> and I think that I think that um, Agatha Christie did that, you know, extremely well. She's an amazing writer, and I think that that's um, a good comparison. Wow, really interesting. The Water Tower is good for a series or a movie. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope so. That would be wonderful. Um, 
I think that it has a lot of elements that would make a great movie. Um, maybe a series once I finish the series of books. But we'll see. So if you will go back and you want to revise uh, the Water Tower, which chapter do you want to revise? I don't know. I revised, I revised the book so much. I went through it so many times that I'm not sure that there's anything more that I could have done with it uh, to, to change it. What chapter did you enjoy the most? I really enjoyed writing the first chapter, the prologue. That was what started everything. I know that um, some writers will write the book and then go back and write the first chapter because the first chapter is extremely important. You have to kind of grab the reader immediately. But for me, it all stemmed from the first chapter. And I loved writing that. I loved revising it and getting it to exactly where I wanted it to be. So yeah, I think it was the first chapter. Yes, indeed. All the writers that I interviewed said on the first three chapters <laughs> of the book. <laughs> I bet, I bet. <laughs> okay, so if these are trilogy, what will be combine the, the book as one? I, I think that um, Josie's story Josie's um, family backstory and her relationships with her friends will bind the three books together. Um, I also think that the uh, secret society is going to be a theme that carries through at least into the second book, if not the third. So your second book is on the process of what is the development? It's it's not uh, in the process. I actually just wrote a standalone thriller <laughs> that I'm finishing editing um, that kind of came to me in a flash and I had to get it down on paper before it left my mind. Um, so I will be starting the second book as soon as I am finished editing this this thriller and get that off to my agent. Yes. Good luck for the second. <laughs> do, Thank you. Do, do you have already the title so that we can promote? <laughs> for the second book in the series? No, I, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. The titles come at the very end for me. I have to write the entire book and figure it out at the end. <laughs> yes. For the, the water tower, how you figure it out? That this is it. This is the title. Well, as I said, it's it's really the water tower is its own character in the book and there's a story behind it behind why it's still there um because it's not uh it's not one of those big metal ones that you see that's that's very very tall it's a smaller um wooden one that was protected by the historical society in the town so it kind of has its own life in the book and um because that's where it all begins, because that's where the book all begins, kind of ends, That's that was the logical choice for me. Yes, very well said, Miss Amy. So before we go on, I'm inviting you to listen to my other podcast, Movie 101, with Mr. Patrick Moe. We talk about movies, 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 people. So 
Miss Amy, what else you can say about the water tower? It's available for for pre-sale on uh, barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. And it will be out on June 20th of this year. So um, if you like mysteries and if you like suspense and thrillers, please give it a try. Yes, people, let's support Ms. Amy Yang. More books to come, right, Ms. Amy? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Do you think the water tower is become a bestseller? Well, I hope so. Yes, yes. Okay. Crossing my <laughs> finger. Always optimistic. Crossing my finger that the water tower becomes phenomenal, like the crow that sings. Oh, my goodness. I want this uh, novel to be a motion picture, too. Do you agree, yes. Sammy? I do agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. <laughs> First passion is uh, to act, right? Do you think that you failed on that uh, passion? Um, I don't think so. I, Although I left Los Angeles, I am still continuing to get on stage in Cleveland. I just think that, that LA was the wrong town for me. I think that I am much happier in Cleveland near my family, but I continue to um, act in my spare time. I, I'm still a member of um, SAG and Actors Equity Association. So I think that I can have both. <laughs> Yes, definitely. So you are more on stand comedian or uh, being a regular on a movie production? Um, I, I, I've done a lot of comedy in the last few years. Uh, I did some television shows before uh, the pandemic hit, but once that hit and everything shut down, um, I started kind of focusing more on stand-up comedy and writing the book so so if mr patrick mill because patrick mill is a director he's looking for an actress so can i recommend you oh absolutely absolutely last sunday we talked about he has this own company boo with films that they are fe- now they're looking for you know movies to be featured for the last for the next five years so you are interested yeah, absolutely. Yes. Have him call me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Once again, Miss Amy, invite our listeners to buy your The Water Tower. Yes, The Water Tower is available for um, pre-order on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Um, you can visit my website, uh, which is authoramyyoung.com. And it will be officially published and out in the stores on June 20th of this year. So, Ms. Amy, this is the product of uh, the pandemic, the water tower. Yes, I had the time, um, you know, as a lot of us did, <laughs> staying <laughs> at home during the pandemic. And um, it kind of pushed me to finish the book. Like I said, I had started it earlier and put it aside, but the pandemic really gave me kind of a, a gift in that way that I had so much time to to work on it. Um, so I kind of tried to find the silver lining there while I was uh, working on it during that time. 
So when you realize that you are good in writing at that stage? You know, I've, I've always been a writer. I, I remember starting a book when I was in fifth grade, starting to write a book on a typewriter, if you can imagine that. Um, I've always loved writing. I've always journaled. Um, so it's always been a big part of my life. I just, I never really imagined that I'd be able to write a novel for some reason. It just, it, it never occurred to me until I was in my early 30s and I started the book. So um, yeah, I think I'm kind of a lifelong writer, but the last 10 years have really helped me hone my skills uh, from just experience and, and research. What are your uh, long-term and short-term goals in writing? Well, my short-term goal is to um, finish this thriller that I'm editing right now and um, get that into developmental editing um, with a publishing house and obviously get the water tower selling <laughs> in in stores and then my long-term goals i i just want to keep writing i want to finish this trilogy um i'd like to write some more standalone novels and just continue along the path that i've started so are you the writer that you have this specific genre to write Yes, I think that I'm very um, focused on the mystery, suspense, thriller genre. Um, I don't think I could write a romance novel. I just, <laughs> I just don't, I don't have the temperament. I have friends that write them and I think they're amazing. Um, I just, I, I don't, I'm not a romantic, I think. Yes, definitely. So in the future, uh, do you think? Uh, you can uh, write horror. Ooh, maybe. I think that I could write horror if it revolved around ghosts um, and maybe had a gothic theme. I think that I would really enjoy that. But I don't know that I could ever write anything that's kind of fantasy-based with monsters or um, with like a ton of gore. I That's just not... Um, not in my wheelhouse, but I do love ghost stories. So I may try my hand at that down the road. Yes, I want to recommend you uh, the book of Michael Clark. A Patience okay. of a Dead Man. Really? Okay. <laughs> yes. And tell me about it for your second interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, invite your upcoming debut novel. So please be on the lookout for The Water Tower, which is coming out on June 20th. It is available for pre-order on Amazon and on barnesandnoble.com. And you can also find it through my author website, uh, authoramyyoung.com. And there's links to my socials on there. I have a TikTok that features um, some of the books that I'm reading and there are videos of my cats <laughs> and some of my stand-up comedy on there. So um, I'd love it if you'd join me on the socials as well. Yes, people. And one more question before I let you go. What did you learn from the water tower? 
I learned that sticking to a project and making yourself finish, even when it feels kind of insurmountable, is so worth it. And I would encourage anyone out there who is writing a novel and is doubting their ability to finish to push through because it feels amazing. Very well said, Miss Amy. Thank you 